You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Masturbation isn't anything to be ashamed of, and there are many benefits to exploring your body, whether on your own or with a partner. And sex toys can elevate your solo and shared experiences, giving you sensations that your hands just cannot achieve, which is why I'm so excited to have Love Honey sponsoring my podcast. Love Honey is the biggest sex toy store on the planet and the home for all things pleasure. At Love Honey, you can explore sex toys with expert guides and advice, especially if you're a beginner or you are looking to level up. If you've never tried a clitoral stimulator, you are missing out. Luckily for you, Love Honey offers a brand called Womanizer that has revolutionized sex toys. The Womanizer Premium 2 uses patented Pleasure Air technology, making it an amazingly powerful pleasure product that can stimulate the nerve endings of the clitoris with gentle airwaves for mind-blowing orgasms. I have to tell you guys, I've been under a lot of stress lately, so of course I had to try this out myself. And let me tell you something, I'm sleeping better at night now. Now, that's all I'm going to say. And if you are a guy, maybe you want to gift this to the special lady in your life. It can help spice up things in the bedroom and enhance her pleasure, which of course will make you happy, guys. Now, won't it? So go to Love Honey and see all they have to offer because they are also offering our listeners 20% off of your order when you enter code HOLLY20 at checkout or if you use our link in the episode description. That's lovehoney.com, L-O-V-E-H-O-N-E-Y and use promo code HOLLY20 to get 20% off of these delicious toys. Lovehoney.com, HOLLY20. The link is also in our episode description. Hi, I'm Holly Randall, and welcome to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is a show about sex, the adult industry, and the people in it. I'm a 21-year veteran of this fascinating little industry, and as the eldest child of the trailblazing erotic photographer, Suze Randall, you could say I grew up in it. So forget everything you think you know about porn, because this show is going to change your mind. My guests are some of the biggest names in the industry, and we unabashedly reveal the real behind-the-scenes stories. The funny, the inspiring, the tragic, and the bizarre. Everyone has an opinion about sex work, but few people actually listen to the sex workers. So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to Holly Randall Unfiltered. My guest today is a top U.S. escort who you may have seen on a YouTube interview that went viral. That's on Soft White Underbelly. And uh, her vivacious personality and storytelling captivated over 5.6 million people so far. Let's welcome Frenchie. Hi. Bonjour. Bonjour. How are you? I am good. I made it. Yeah. I'm tired. I know, on time. And I just also, I feel like the audience should know the air conditioning broke in here yesterday and it is the summer in California, so it's fucking hot as balls in here. So if you see us start to get like sweaty, it's not because like we're on drugs or we're nervous. We're just, it's literally like so fucking hot in here. So just like, please. It's a sauna. It's it's literally a sauna. <laughs> and if YouTube wouldn't um, ban me, I feel like we would just all take our clothes off. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I know. I know One right? inch at a time. One <laughs> so how are you? I am good. I am good. I am good. Um, um, could have been a better day. Could have been a worse one, but I made it. So... You said you had a crazy like last forty eight hours, right? Do you wanna do you wanna tell us the story? Yeah, because I think it's actually worth it. Okay, it's so crazy. It's one more story to one to my one thousand and one story. You know, mm-hmm. one thousand and two. So I tour as an escort. We tour. This mm-hmm. is we love to actually grow our network, new energy. You a big fish in a small bowl. It's awesome when you tour. So I always have my little, just my, my little destination. You know, I, I kind of collect, collect, collect. But randomly this time, my tour went kind of south. Mm-hmm. But when we, I'm talking south, I mean like southeast, you mm-hmm. know? So on my way, I made a stop. I see my client and I'm smoking my little joint. It must have been 5.30 in the morning. And I'm almost done. There is this little kid. I mean, we're talking about like, a hot mess, this kid. Homeless. Mm-hmm. Tweaking, completely tweaking. When you say kid, like how old are you talking? 27. I'm going to okay. call him a kid, but okay. he's 27. Right. He's, he's a very charming human, by the way. But in the very moment where I saw him, I'm, I had two solutions, really. Am I going to help him or I'm going to just go to bed? Mm-hmm. And he was dehydrated. Where I was, is really hot town. He felt like his skin was completely cooked. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do, Frenchie? Okay. Give him water. And then I talked to him. And I talked to him. And three hours later, I mean, bath, soup, food, everything. It's time to go to bed. I mean, like at this point, you know, I gave him everything I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I let him in my room. I told him, you're going to be cool, right? Everything's cool. Okay. But I let him go. You know, I, I went to bed mm-hmm. like a, a selfish bitch. Because um, I left for my tour. Everything is great. And on my way back. I'm making a pit stop again to that exact same town. And it was in my head. Is he okay? Like, mm-hmm. what, what, what is going to happen to this kid? Mm-hmm. I even look around the hotel and I found him mm-hmm. again, but burnt. I told myself I'm freaking right. <laughs> but he was burnt everywhere. Like, like sunburned. Everywhere. No more. Like, I don't know. He cannot explain me. He doesn't know. It's like, like an exhaust, like a car. Oh, like third degree oh burns. Oh my God, I'm a big okay. time to the flesh. And so I'm like, okay, fuck. You left him one time. The universe is bringing you this, this poor soul again. So right. what are you going to do? So I'm like, okay, get in the car. You know, I brought him to my hotel. I get kicked out of the fucking hotel. They kicked me out. You should see the drama. It was so bad. I had security three times harassing me because 
he looks so rough. He has a tattoo all over his face. He looks so rough that suddenly they see me, they know me in this hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on with her? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. And I was playing music and they came to the room and we got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Never in my entire existence I get kicked out. So now I have this kid. The plan was, okay, let's get him care at the ER. And I'm going to go. I'm going to, you know, carry on with my life. But they didn't help him at the ER. They wouldn't take him at the ER? Nobody. Two, two different hospitals. So I made an SOS on my Instagram for medicine and antibiotics. They they told him to put Neosporin, those motherfuckers. Are you serious? This is emergency room, you know. You need to put him on a wheelchair. He was limping. Who does that? So I had to take care of him. So now he's in my car. He's in your car right now? I took him with me. I couldn't leave him. He was going to die. He was like, like if, if the hospital is not going to do that job, who's going to do that job? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I used to rescue like frogs and cats and now I'm in birds. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm rescuing a full grown human, but he, he's a good person. He, yeah. You know, so this is what's happening right now. That's why I'm like, I had to come to this interview. You know, I told you I don't even have my dress. I, like everything yeah. I was supposed to do went completely south. And I had to cancel all my appointments in that town. And I love that town. It's uh, old money, mm-hmm. easy money. It's great money. I had to cancel on $6,000, literally. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even do it. it. Like it was, it was impossible. At mm-hmm. this point, like my, my whole focus was on, on rescuing this, this, this human that nobody fucking wants to even look at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is indicative of like the homeless issue that we have here in LA. And it's actually, you know, Frenchie, it's kind of crazy that you're telling me this story right now because last night, my mom's very similar to you where she always wants to rescue people. And last night we were having dinner and she was telling me about this homeless man in Calabasas that she sees a lot and she like brings some food and water and she was talking to him. And so often, you know, we don't see these people and we just walk past them. We don't get their story. And she was talking to him and he was saying how like he can't get on his feet because he has no IDs. He's lost everything. So like, where does he go from there? You know? And she was asking, she's like, how, like, how does this guy get out of homelessness if he has no resources, if he has no IDs, you know, he can't, he tried to go to the social, he said that he tried to go to the DMV, but like he has no IDs to get his ID. It's just, and I, and I was, you know, and she said that he said that he was a veteran. And so my husband suggested that she take him to the VA hospital um, where I think they have a program that can supposedly help him. But I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of these programs are very much underfunded. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly difficult to get these people out of these situations because so many of them are struggling with drug abuse and mental health issues. And, you know, everybody just, you know, and look, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I've walked past homeless people and and not stopped oh, to ask them there. You know, like um, we just don't want to see it. If you're tweaking too too much, if you actually feel, if I feel like you're gonna be a danger mm-hmm. for me, I'm going to give money, but I'm not going to really keep going yeah. because I I tried and I like I almost got in, in weird situation with homeless. So, but him in particular, I don't know why. Like, yeah, it was something about his aura, or yeah. it wasn't explainable. I don't know. Usually, like I would be, you know on edge to bring a homeless person with tattoos all over. I mean, he looks almost borderline dangerous. He's not dangerous at all. Right. What's dangerous is not to have them. If right. You, yeah. If you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's this crazy epidemic in this, in this country. And I don't, 
I don't honestly know like what the answers are. I just know that, you know, we have to do something about it. Every person, at least one, take one, like this, not under their wings completely to the, to your home, but at least, you know, a beanie, gloves, something against mm-hmm. the environment. The environment was eating him alive. He was getting cooked by the sun, like yeah. cooked. His skin is falling off. Like you would eat a chicken wing and his skin like that. Like, yeah. yeah. So what are, what are you going to do? As so far, it's been almost three days at this point. Um, okay. So he's just been staying with you. He's not doing mess at all. He doesn't have any money. So okay. I know like he's away from it. Okay. So he, him to is my he house. De- there is no drugs in my house. Is so. he detoxing right now? Oh, big time. And I think at this point, I'm his drug. Like I'm his like, yeah. you know, I'm his trip, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm going to keep going like this until I told him you, 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 you relapse, you do anything. That is making me feel, uh, feel uncomfortable. You, you're gonna have to go. Yeah. You know. So we pinky swear on that one. We we talked a lot. I I feel him. I just I have intuition. I deal with actual very dangerous men. I had situations that were very dangerous with clients. Mm-hmm. So I know what is a weirdo. I deal with weirdos. Mm-hmm. I know who is dangerous. I deal with dangerous. Mm-hmm. He's not at all dangerous. I, I say that if I if he would be a client, he'd be like a very very sweet kind client, the lover client, Mm -hmm. you know, the one that doesn't push your boundary. He opened my door Mm. and he, he, um, he sings to me and my my ex-boyfriend would not do that. Yeah. And here you have this little homeless kid. Nobody talks to him and he's limping and opening my door. I'm like, you don't have to do that, Colin. You know, he's like an actual gentleman that people spit on. Right. Yeah. So that was my last almost three days. Wow. I'm a mess. I didn't sleep. It was a lot. It was a lot. So, I mean, do you, do you I'm have good any... now. Let's talk about sex now. I think I needed my little cry, like, because it was such, like, a, an emotional bomb. Mm-hmm. I took a lot, like, I took a lot on me, witnessing the hospital, uh, denying him. And it is a problem in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, in France, they would have put him in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at least that, yeah. Um, we'll talk about it after this podcast, but I do have somebody who's worked in homeless outreach. Um, I can try to get in touch with them and see. The thing is that I just don't want him to feel stuck in the program. Like I don't want him to feel stuck or cage or anything or, you know what I mean? So far I get it. Mm -hmm. So far I get this. I got this. So you say you don't feel like he has to, you don't want to like parse him off to like a program or something like that. Oh yeah. Not until it's necessary. Right. Right. I mean, I guess we'll just see how my it goes, right? My house is full right? of love. I told him it's my magic house. It's my sanctuary. You can even pick where you want to sleep. You have three different options, you know. You go, wow. Yeah. But yeah, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of people out there like you. I got helped so many times. It's thanks to all the people that spoiled me that I am, you know, confident in where I'm at and comfortable mm-hmm. financially. So it's only fair to give back what I'm going to do. Bring my money with me in my... In my thumb. Yeah, yeah, no, no it's you true. You give back, you know, because it, it, it's monopoly. You, you lose some, you gain some. Mm-hmm. It's the purpose of life. You're not going to keep it tight like that. Yeah. For, for what? Yeah. Wow. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. So I don't have sex in three days. Yeah. Clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> okay. I mean, should, should we talk? Should we talk about you? Should we it's talk about, about, yes, we talk about the sex? Yes, anything. Anything. All right. Um, Tell me. Okay, so French, you said that your life began at 26. So I, I want to start there. Yeah. Um, what happened when you were 26 that kick started this new life? Oh my God, like uh, same thing, crazy story. So let me again, the universe. 
the universe likes to, you know, like play dodgeball, mm -hmm. uh, dodgeball with me for sure. So, um, bad divorced. I was with a bad, uh, really, really bad relationship, really bad dude. Just, uh, it was time to mm -hmm. go. As soon as I left him, Ascension. So that was good to cut the chain because mm -hmm. when you cut the chain, boom, finally mm -hmm. you can bloom. I finally bloomed and I was working at a bank and my trainee, the girl I trained, is the one that brought me to the swinger party in San Francisco mm -hmm. called the swingers, the pleasure zone, the swinger zone. Yeah, swinger zone too. Mm -hmm. the, the pleasure zone parties, mm -hmm. the PC parties. And so I'm being brought to what I thought was a lingerie party. It was definitely not a lingerie party. But even I think if she would try to explain me swinger party, I would have not get it. I was vanilla. I was. Right. Yeah, I was not even ready for this. But once I had my peak into in it, uh, yeah, it was the beginning of the American dream for sure. So I got picked up by this couple at that very party. And not knowing, they actually brought me home and paid me. I was not, not going to get paid. I was going for free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a good little slip. Okay. <laughs> so wait, did they give you money after you yeah, guys? It was after. They were just like, here's some money. Right. And you were just like, no, it was an why? Envelope. It was an envelope. So right before the taxi arrives, mm -hmm. Frenchy, Frenchy, the envelope. The thing is, okay. We took a lot of pictures that night. Mm -hmm. So in my head, the envelope is the pictures that they just printed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this guy is the best husband ever. Mm -hmm. He printed the freaking picture for me. Mind you, we fucked all night. We did some hum-hums that night. Actually, we can talk about that night. That was cool. So <laughs> when they brought me back, I mean, I was not really a big drinker. Uh -huh. Okay. And the tequila, I mean, Jesus Christ, I was so tipsy. And when we arrived at their house... We talked for, for a good moment and they right. showed me their playroom. They had a full playroom and it was this arch like this. Like, what is that? You know, like a cage or something. I'm like, they like, they told me, you're going to see later. Now I was actually scared. I'm like, okay, are, are those weird type of couple that's going to keep me in a cave or something? Yeah. Because what is this arch? And I see the dildos and I see, I see like this room is, is just like inspiring me, like uh, something I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> so after really, getting comfortable with each other, we go to that room. He's like, now I'm going to show you. So he tied her up. He actually tied her up. So it was this cage, like this weird arch mm -hmm. where he actually tied her up and he put a um, strap on on me with a mm -hmm. little teeny insert. Mm -hmm. And he made me fuck his wife just like that. You know, I mean, that was the first time I even seen a strap on. And the thing, the strap on, you're not connected to the dick. So when you're fucking and the dick comes out, just kind of keep going. Yeah. It, it wasn't. Strap ons are not that easy to use. Like they take no. some practice. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So imagine my first time. Yeah. Oh, plus it was a small insert. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure it was for a butt or something. It was so, so I remember looking at it and clearly feeling what it felt for a man to look at a, a small dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was just this little teeny thing. Yeah. But, uh, no, they made me do some, some crazy stuff, but she was tied up. He cracked her penny. He put it in her mouth and gagged her. And then we, we did all, all type of dirty stuff, but he left her like that and fucked me on the floor. And that I was like coming, coming, coming. It's just orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. Uh -huh. That was so kinky. And so like just deviant. Yeah. But in a way that I'm like, it was new to me. Uh -huh. I liked it. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm weird actually. Uh -huh. Maybe I like I, what I liked. I didn't know I liked. Right. So this is why when I had my pinky toe, I'm like, wait, I had three orgasm out of this night and money. So again, when they pay me, I don't know. It was a picture. And as a matter of fact, I didn't even know it was money until way after. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours after. So yeah. No, no, no. It was not a money thing at first. Yeah. Right. So what was your reaction when you opened the envelope and you saw money? Mortified. 
Were you, so you were, you were embarrassed? I, I, like super confused. Mortified is not the big, the, the, the right word. I think confused, like confused, confused like really to cover me. Like, mind you, we got intoxicated. Did he give me the wrong envelope? Are they yeah. gonna, did he, did, are they gonna think I, I stole from them? So I called them like, hey, hey, like I didn't steal from you guys. Like, and so I'm talking about the picture, like, hey, you guys. Why there is, you know, money inside of the picture. Yeah. They don't, they, they're confused. I'm confused, you know, so now they're even more confused. Finally, we getting everything right. Like, Frenchie, why aren't you working? No, <laughs> not at all. I was not working that night. I yeah. was at a party. Simply, that oh, yeah. changed the whole direction of absolutely everything. So you were like, I can have sex, have a good time, and I can get paid for it. And it was like a revelation. In one night, I made what I would make in one month. So it was ridiculous. Can I ask you how much it was? It was 2,500 bucks. Wow. Which at the bank, this is what you make with commission. I mean, maybe a little bit more at the bank. Come on, a little bit more at the bank. But yeah. are you kidding me? Um, I was in debt. <laughs> so yeah. I could pay all my debt and go to BB and buy like a bunch of BB clothes. So that was, <laughs> that was, that was quite awesome. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. So where'd you go from there? Back up going, but not like that. I mean, I was... That's funny when you tamed, really, you open the cage, you still stay in the cage. It's, it's very crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and you see it with animals too. They're mm-hmm. so used to be in the yeah. cage. They actually have a hard time. Like, is this for real? Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like, is this for real? Mm-hmm. So I would go every last Saturday of each month only. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like something where, oh my, it's like that one time in the month where I can like switch, mm-hmm. you know, and slowly but surely I became Francesca. This mm-hmm. is, this is what created her really mm-hmm. her yeah so when you say you would go once a month you would go to this lingerie party yeah. or you would go back to this couple very no very similar the couple i saw them a couple of times right after that but then they refer me to other ones what was awesome is i'm a horrible hustler mm-hmm. so all i had to do is just not do nothing you know mm-hmm. you you there with your lingerie they approach you they already kind of know who i am at this point okay and it was just like effortless Effortless. I didn't know how to negotiate. They're like, we're going to take care of you. Don't worry. Like you, you become a complete sugar baby for the couple. They, I really, really love the dynamic. It was really healthy, actually very healthy dynamic completely. So they helped you get set up and they, did they negotiate your rates? They were almost like your managers in a way? No, not at all. No, no they just told the other couple, you should really, really. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, no, not at all. No, 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 no. It was nothing like that. It was just a referral. Like, yeah. French is fun because everybody talks in the sugar parties. Right, right, right. This couple is like that. Oh, yeah, just more like, oh, it couldn't get hard. Like, like, I mean, you, you should see like the amount yeah. of information. I mean, it's pretty fucked up. You yeah. know, like you better, you better get your erection. You know, otherwise everybody's going to know that you didn't, you yeah. know, so. It's kind of the same thing in porn, to be honest. Same, same. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. But in porn, it's. Yeah, you see it video, on video. <laughs> over there is rumors, you know, yeah. so it's not really proven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, where I was going with this? Wait, wait, wait. Did, 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 so, uh, well, how you started. So then in terms of like your rate, did you just, were you just like, okay, well, I'm just going to charge the same amount that I got paid I from these gonna, other no, people? Or? It was pretty much, uh, give me whatever you think it's fair. So it was always, oh, okay. always more than I thought. So it was, oh, oh, oh my God. Plus a lot of the swingers. Donation based. Yeah, decide on like whatever you want your like donation yeah, based yeah, to be. Yeah. Each other. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how it started. That's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, now. You spent some time working in brothels. Yes. Um, and you've been very open about your thoughts on that industry. What was your biggest issue with the Nevada brothels when you worked there? Uh, many. Oh my God, so many. I mean, it's a lot to talk about, you know. Um, it's only they give us a, a legal platform where a lot of illegal stuff are going on, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like defeating the purpose of giving us a legal platform. If mm-hmm. a lot of shit is going to happen like this and nobody checks, I mean, nobody checks. 
-hmm. No, not one person ever checked. Actually, yeah, Homeland Security. Homeland Security on 1st of April. So I, I even thought during the lineup and they put the badge, it was three of them, badges and everything. Mm -hmm. I thought it was an actual April Fool. So that's the first thing I said in the lineup. That's an April Fool. No, no, no. And plus I had an accent. First one interrogated. Boom. For me. Yeah. Wait, they came into the brothel? Mm -hmm. and they came, yeah. And it was an African girl. So her name was, her name was Tanya. No, Kenya. Kenya from Kenya. Excuse me. Kenya, Russia from Russia, Frenchie from France. So they were like, they were uh, like, it was literally a joke for the, for the, for the Homeland Security. They checked on me first and I just explained them, listen, I, I do have an accent. I was born here. You know, I'm as American as an American. You know, it's just that my accent is a little thick. That's it. So they let me go. But then they, yeah, yeah every single person they, they interrogated. So what was the reason for coming into the brothel? Making sure that uh, we were legally uh, working. Oh, you were yeah. working so legally with a working visa and stuff like that, and you because I know that in Nevada you have to have a special license. Oh my god, big time! Yeah, Just on a weekly like a police basis, license, right? Yeah. Uh huh. You go to the sheriff to get it gotcha. on a weekly basis. If you don't pass the the medical, uh, you cannot stay in the brothel. You you have to pass the the, the STD every single week, which is crazy when the you you. you, you Girls bring STD. They have to pack up and go. And they say, yeah, well, I have an emergency. We know you just didn't pass your STD test. Right. Because they do bear. They do bear stuff. Yeah. Right. And they're not so, supposed to. Not at all. Okay. Even the BJ. Even the BJ is supposed to be um, covered. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We hired, um, when I w went to Amsterdam, right out of high school, when gr my graduation present was going to Europe, and my boyfriend and I hired um, a sex worker in Amsterdam. And yes. I remember she put a condom on my boyfriend before she blew him. And I remember, I'd never seen that before. I was mm -hmm. like, whoa. It's part of me was like, ew, that's so gross. And then the other part of me was like, wow, she's really responsible. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, um, that, so you're going to have secret shopper actually checking on that, which is crazy. Imagine like that's the best job in the fucking world for a man. You're going to be a secret shopper and check if the girls are going to, um, you know, follow the law. I don't think they go all the way to the BJ, but they're going to see if, you know, if you actually go for it, the, 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 the bros will get fined or the girl. I'm not even sure what is the repercussion, to be honest, actually. I don't do that. So I don't know. So, okay. So, so you have a, so yeah, cause you have this at, you know, people posing as, or minors pretending to be older, and then they go and like try to buy cigarettes. And if you buy if, at supermarkets, and if you sell them cigarettes without same the ID, same thing. So they go in without, and then they try to get the woman that they hire to do illegal things, such as n no condoms, right? What else would they be looking for? That's it, really. Or if you try to take the, the clientele out of the house. So that would be Dennis's. So that would be a different type of uh, secret shopper. Dennis would send secret shopper to check if we would be willing to take the clients out of the house, cutting the commission with the... Oh, and, like, okay. So in, but that's if, his own... Uh -huh, that was his that's own not way. the government. No, but right. that was his own way to, you know, make sure that we're not doing that. The government would check for um, just if, if we use condoms, of course. Right. I think that's what they would check. If we're legal to work there, obviously, and if we use condom in... That's, that's really all is required. Nothing is really required. There is, it's very minimal what we are being asked, you right. know. A lot of girls that had herpes, they could work there, you yeah. know. Yeah, like you can work with herpes there. This well, the problem with herpes is that it's not curable. So yeah, you, got, you had staff, staff infection and the girls with staff infection, they had that's, to be, that's, like, that was ridiculous yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Cherries, I had a bed, um, bed bug, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, really bad, you know, like in a, in a line like this, you know, so, mm -hmm. uh, it's not sanitary at all. No, no, not like that. It was a lot going on, but going back to the, to the Bunny Ranch, which I didn't stay long enough. I went to the Love Ranch, which is a mile away. 
he was way more tranquil mm -hmm. there because Dennis would not go. I didn't like Dennis. I, he's, he was too much with him. Right. And we're heavy. talking about Dennis Hoff, by the way, for people who yeah, didn't Hoff. catch on because we didn't say his full name. So. And okay. so, you know, he, he, he was clearly a sex addict and he was uh, getting his dose on a, on a mm -hmm. daily, right. several times a day. Yeah. Yeah. And he would pick and choose and it was this whole dynamic that he does, that he did. And... He got me mental. I, 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 I don't know why I stayed so long because maybe I rotated. It wasn't all the time there. Mm -hmm. I rotated two weeks at a time, two weeks out, two weeks in, mm -hmm. sometimes a month off. I couldn't do it towards the end. I was, I was just seeing too much. Everything that was going on there was mm -hmm. just not okay. Yeah. I had to go. Yeah. 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 All right, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Frenchie venturing off on her own. And I believe she's fully independent now. Um, and all the questions that you ever wanted to know. Um, about an escort and the lifestyle. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Masturbation isn't anything to be ashamed of. And there are many benefits to exploring your body, whether on your own or with a partner. And sex toys can elevate your solo and shared experiences, giving you sensations that your hands just cannot achieve, which is why I'm so excited to have Love Honey sponsoring my podcast. Love Honey is the biggest sex toy store on the planet and the home for all things pleasure. At Love Honey, you can explore sex toys with expert guides and advice, especially if you're a beginner or you are looking to level up. If you've never tried a clitoral stimulator, you are missing out. Luckily for you, Love Honey offers a brand called Womanizer that has revolutionized sex toys. The Womanizer Premium 2 uses patented Pleasure Air technology, making it an amazingly powerful pleasure product that can stimulate the nerve endings of the clitoris with gentle airwaves for mind-blowing orgasms. I have to tell you guys, I've been under a lot of stress lately, so of course I had to try this out myself. And let me tell you something, I'm sleeping better at night now. That's all I'm going to say. And if you are a guy, maybe you want to gift this to the special lady in your life. It can help spice up things in the bedroom and enhance her pleasure, which of course will make you happy guys now, won't it? So go to Love Honey and see all they have to offer because they are also offering our listeners 20% off of your order when you enter code HOLLY20 at checkout or if you use our link in the episode description. That's lovehoney.com, L-O-V-E-H-O-N-E-Y and use promo code HOLLY20 to get 20% off of these delicious toys. Lovehoney.com, HOLLY20. The link is also in our episode description. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. And let's face it, with inflation and crazy gas prices, everything is more expensive right now. Now, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. And that can be a lifesaver. When I was just starting my photography business on my own, I was always just on the cusp of zero or negative in my bank account. Factor in unexpected business expenses, like the time I left my camera out in the rain, or the light that suddenly caught fire on set, or my equipment van literally dying on the way to set, I would often find myself really strapped for cash. I wish Dave had been around then. With no interest or credit check needed, it would have saved my butt. So if you're starting out fresh on a new path, or today's crazy living expenses are just really stressing you out, join the millions of people who have already tried Dave to get them through a tough spot. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. 
Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Kara Vitamins believes that you deserve to feel your best this summer. From getting outside to enjoying your favorite seasonal dishes to taking a mental break, Care of is here to help you take care of yourself all summer long. Care of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. All you have to do is take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals, and you will get your own personalized recommendation. I've been using Care of now for several years, and I have to tell you, these easy on-the-go packets save me every day. Whether I'm getting ready to record a podcast rushing off to set or running after my toddler, Care of Vitamins keeps me going and keeps me in line with my health goals. And you know what? I'm human like everybody else. Sometimes I forget and I don't take my vitamins every day, but that's okay because Care of always sends me an email letting me know when my next package is coming. And if I've got a big backlog, all I have to do is delay my shipment until I have gone through all the vitamins that I already have before they send me new ones. So if you want an easy way to meet your health needs this summer, try Care of Vitamins, especially because Care of is giving my listeners 50% off of their first box. All you have to do is go to takecareof.com and enter code HOLLY50 at checkout. That's takecareof.com and enter code HOLLY50 at checkout for 50% off of your first order. Take care of yourself with Care of Vitamins. Hey guys, we are back. We had to take a quick fan break. It's getting very, very hot in here. So, Frenchie, um, so you were working in brothels, and I assume now you're fully independent, right? You no longer work in brothels. How did you make that transition? A little bit by little bit, you know, just uh, just the logic of mm-hmm. it. It was well as toxic of an environment because it's not just <laughs> Denise that was creating uh, a toxic environment. It was also the other girls, you mm-hmm. know, like the caddy, they test you, they put bleach in your shampoo, uh, they, they, they slash your tire. I mean, it was intense. It was super hostile, wow. very hostile, you know, and it could like be very like hood ghetto, you know? So, yeah. uh, one, one little energy, one, one little human there could completely switch the whole dynamic of the house. You could have a really good dynamic. One arrives, drama, 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 mm-hmm. horrible, horrible. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it just made sense. It just made sense, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. how do you, how do you get, so do you have like regular clients that you work with pretty frequently? Yes, I have like, a, the whole world is my playground. So I started working internationally, you know, traveling around. So my big one was Japan. I loved Japan because mm-hmm. they have a whole culture there that I really enjoy. That's why I have my geisha and, and I actually met one, a real one there and we, we made friends. I stayed in Tokyo, in Shinjuku. And uh, I would be working at the Ginza in the hostess bar. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 you don't have much to do. Mm-hmm. They pay you. You have to just make them drink. So you have little drinking games that you do. I, I was coming up always with little, I don't know, little ideas. But I'm a gymnast. So I would do handstands. I mean, the Japanese, they entertain with nothing. Like nothing. You know, like mm-hmm. a little thing. Like they do a little magic for, for Japanese and you see they, they literally faint. You know, <laughs> so... um I would do a little handstand, hundred bucks at a time. I had some time my, because I was so like lively in that in that mm-hmm. hostess in that hostess bar that everybody wanted to book me. So the guys had to literally wait for an hour, another hour, mm-hmm. to 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 get me, and I would get so many hundred bucks just with handstand and doing little silly stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you mentioned a hostess bar. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What is that? Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's pretty much how you. 
just like the, the they have the kitty bar then same thing you mm-hmm. you you go you go see the cats so you pay the entrance the entrance fee and then you have like upgrades if you want to pet them and just mm-hmm. same thing so you arrive and you you so you pay a flat fee mm-hmm. okay for to the house we get 70% of that the house is getting 30% and then all the drinks it's all for us every single drink is we pocket the, the drinks but we have what we call the dohan and this is what we really try to do the dohan so it's the out call okay you're going to do an out date pretty much with him and it's awesome so the dohan they give you numbers in the hostess bar they tell you that you need to have two dohans a week but i had seven i mean i had like one a day mm-hmm. it was easy to have a dohan so once you have a dohan they pay a higher fee to the house to mm-hmm. get you out of the house mm-hmm. okay and that's why they don't want you to cut the house and the mama san she's it's very strict you can tell it's very japanese very rude mm-hmm. you know so uh, the, the, she would literally call the client a couple of times to see where we are, everything calling me, I have to report. I mean, it's, it's very square there. So when you go on a Dohan, it's cool. It's a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And then if they want to have an intimate intimate time with you, mm-hmm. I mean, I was paid all the way to 30 grand. So the thing is, I made so much money in Japan. I had to leave my money. I couldn't fly back. With right, you can't fly back with more than $10,000. Okay, so I had literally sent by the universe this super awesome dude. They have a base, a military base. I go to festival. I went to this festival in Tokyo and boom, I meet him. He's American and he's in, on the base and we made friends. We made friends. I'm like, okay, do you trust him, trust him enough to leave him all that cash? Well, yeah. So I had to go back to Japan again and again to fly back little bit by little bit. (laughs) But wait, every time you go to Japan, are you working? So are you making more money? So you're adding more money to that pile? Yeah. Well, of course. So then you're never going to get the money back, right? No, 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 excuse me, excuse me. No, 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 no. When I go back to to Japan Uh to to get the money back, Uh no, no, it was not to work, to add on to the pile. Okay, so you're not. You were telling me about the already pile. No, no, no. Okay, Okay, so you're not, when you go back to Japan, you don't No, it was to actually Go back with right. it. No, okay. no, no. So when I went to Japan, it was usually on my way to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't work in Thailand because, you know, obviously it's, it's a little bit, actually, no, I'm lying. I had a few clients there. I had a few clients there, but, uh, on my way to Thailand, I would always make sure that I was, you know, on my way back to Thailand, mm-hmm. go to Tokyo, get the cash back mm-hmm. on my way back. So mm-hmm. no, I didn't add up to the pile because gotcha. no, I, I didn't keep working. The thing, the problem with the Mamasan is you have to commit, like you have to commit for like, I think it was like a month minimum. I stayed like 12 days or something and then I left, you mm-hmm. know? So then you have to find another hostess bar because the mama-san, you betrayed her. Because oh. the commitment, you broke the commitments. So yeah. they, do they ultimately want you to stay the entire time, like more than a month, like forever? No, the month is your commitment. And the month you is can, your commitment. They, they are pretty hurt when you break it. So you can okay. literally... So you, you contract for a month, but if after a month you're like, you know what, I'm done... Oh, then, yeah, you know, then, come on, no. Right, right. No, no, I know. But then if you decide to leave after a month, they're a little bit offended. Yes. And Especially they may if you not, go to another bar. And they may not take you back. Ever. Right. It's a pride thing. They pride there. Yeah. They pride and they, they, they square. There is, they, there is this whole culture that I still try to figure out. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go enough. I worked two times. So I went on two trips mm-hmm. to work. And this is when it went out of freaking control because my first trip, I was trying to figure it out. My second trip, I already knew what I was doing. Right. You know, so it's my second trip where I bang, a lot, okay, a mm-hmm. lot. I remember it was ridiculous. This is guy, he was so sweet. He brought me to the mall. We went to the restaurant. He brought me a lot of stuff. 
I went to this, this hotel is like a, I guess like an hour hotel, but it's really nice. Like mm -hmm. it was like this round bed and you, you get the room by the hour. Mm -hmm. I may stayed like 15 minutes to give me 10 grand right there. That was a problem wow. to fly back with. I couldn't yeah. fly back with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, from what I understand from other like in-person sex workers that I've spoken to, the actual sexual encounter itself is a very small amount of the time that you spend with the person. Most of it is like conversation and like, you know, these people just want someone to, I mean, obviously they want somebody to be intimate with, but they also just want someone to spend time with. It's part of the equation. Yeah. The, the sex, I feel in a way it's the easiest part. Yeah. Like reinsuring the guy that is, you know, completely panicked, you know, to the point that he doesn't have a boner. That takes work like that, like that's, that's the, the, not the easy part right yeah. there. So there is like a lot of things that are a little bit more harder than just having sex. Right. You know, yeah. but yeah, entertaining a weirdo, like you suddenly, like you're not on the same page. I had some guys literally telling me who he was voting for, for example. And I was just like, okay, that's not, that's going to be, that's yeah, to be a little bit difficult. Let's not talk about politics or religion, okay? Yeah, I usually try to really avoid those subjects with them, so I don't really, really want to kick them out. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm short fuse for stupidity. Yeah. So yeah. now, who? Like, how many do you have? Like regular clients that you see most of the time? Or are you still very much like meeting new people all yeah. the time? So, but same thing. Like, I have my my regular, my base of regular, and when I tour, I always have you know the new faces. So I have the old faces that book mm -hmm. me and the new faces. So the network just keep on growing you mm -hmm. even if somebody really doesn't really book you again you just right it's endless i mean sky is the limit it's impossible to not have a job yeah in this industry yeah zero chance so how do you screen for clients or actually wait so how do they find you but you have to uh, advertise on different platforms okay you know so there is platform available for you like plenty oh my god like 12 13 14 maybe even mm -hmm. same thing the platform has they have levels Mm -hmm. So you have like the low level where it's like a list crawler. Mm -hmm. Those list crawler, man, they suck. I mean, you're going to have like the scammers, everything and anything. A lot of girls trafficked, underage. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to have a lot of bullshit. Kind of like back page. Remember the back page scandal? Yeah. Okay, where well, you have a lot of like little mushroom site like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They make us verify our age and everything, but... You have a lot of underage girls. It's very easy to just have your girlfriend, you know, show the ID, show the paper, and then it's really your account. So mm -hmm. they don't really, like, I mean, it's so much that they're doing to me really verify it's you. And the, mm -hmm. I, I see rings, literally, like, Russian rings, Korean, huge, huge really? rings of Korean, Korean. The, is they called the K-girl, the K-girls. Yeah, a huge ring of Korean. It's, like, mind-blowing. Uh, so Russian, Korean, for sure. Um Definitely the Thailandese, the Vietnamese in the, the, the parlors, the massage. That's how they find people. So you have different sites for different things. Mm -hmm. Then you have like the nice, nice website like Eros. For mm -hmm. example, Eros, you're going to pay your advertisement a lot of money. Like I think like up to a thousand dollars a month to be on Eros. Mm -hmm. Cause they, you have different type of advertisement. You can be the golden girl, the silver girl, you know, the girl of the day. So you mm -hmm. pay for all that. So on Eros, you literally score your VIP clients. And then mm -hmm. I have a few more platforms that I'm not going to reveal because people don't. Right. Understood. Deserve. Yes. <laughs> yes. They, yeah, they're very, they're very good platform. Yeah, where you can score really big, big, big VIPs for sure. Okay. Huge clients and amazing human too. Yeah. You know, not just big money, like cool fucking gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. That respect us. Yeah. So what kind of, what are your clients generally like? Like what is the average guy that you see, what is he usually like? So 
usually it's the disposable income gentleman, you mm -hmm. know, so usually, you know, clean cuts. I'm not going to have a guy with rotten teeth or, you know, I'm not going to have somebody completely because people ask me, what is the ugly or what they old? What is the fat? I'm like, I mean, I get the ugly and the fat, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I can the, the old every once in a while, but it's not just that. It's a mix. It's everything. I literally have like kids, like 21, 22. I'm like, baby boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, like at this point, like I'm going to feel like you're my son, you know, but yeah. I have, you know, I have every age. I try not to take them too old because you feel like a disconnect. There is, and even like visually and in the, even in the, uh, it just doesn't go together. Mm -hmm. Like it shocks me. One in particular, he borderline looked like my grandpa and it was like extremely difficult. Couldn't even do eye contact. He actually reviewed me. He left me such a fucking bad review. And like, bro, like you. Look like my grandpa. I was. I couldn't look at him. I couldn't. I was very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's at this time where you don't know how to tell him. Like, listen, I'm just. Let's just not go through the the session. Mm -hmm. Have um, you ever had to do that? Oh no, I, I'm super good at it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Get out. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I give them the money back. You, you go. Go now. Yeah. I don't feel you. I don't like you. You are at my place and you are making me feel uncomfortable. I do not go to your house to make you feel uncomfortable. So I dare you. Yeah. I usually, that's how I deal with it. I usually reverse it. What are you doing to me right now? What if I do it to you? And usually like they like, they have little, you know, switch in their head. Like, well, actually, yeah, I'm being, I mean, I am being fucked up right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't have time to waste. Right. No. So how do you screen your clients? The screening. So the screening is important. Back in the day, we didn't have much. And so it was a lot of the intuition, mm -hmm. a lot of the intuition. You had the bad boy report or Google, but now you have, I don't even know if I should, I don't, should I even say it? Because now the guys are going to know and, should. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I should though. Don't, ladies, Mr. Number, get the Mr. Number app. You should actually, yeah. So Mr. Number is amazing. At this point, you can store so many, so much, so much data mm -hmm. about the clients. So you check Mr. Number and you'll be surprised what you find on there. Okay. It's so scary. it's a way for women to communicate with each other who have worked Watch with out. that client. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's, that's what Backpage used to serve for so many sex workers. And that was one of the big complaints about SESTA-FOSTA and how it took away from sex workers. And they were saying, you know, our our work is so much more dangerous now because we can't, you know, warn other girls about potentially dangerous clients. Like it took that ability to share that information away. Well, now we can. Yeah. So Mr. Number, yeah, yeah, usually, I mean, if you have to, a report to, to make, it's usually the app. 80% of the providers uh, are using this this app. So at mm -hmm. this point, this app is full of information. Mm -hmm. Full of information. Sometimes be careful, though. It can be very misleading. Mm. For example, I was about to leave a very good review for a client, like safe to see, great gentleman. He offered me flower. He's a really amazing client. I saw, I saw him multiple times. Well, I go and I see two reports. Watch out, he busted my nose. Watch out, he raped me. Wow. Trying to cock block him or not sure. Yeah. Why she would like, so then the app get abused because now this man looks like he's an abuser when really he's like this, sweetheart. So you, now what I do, I still use the app, but I, I let them know, like, listen, I am not really comfortable right now to see you. I need a deposit from you. Mm -hmm. I need to FaceTime. So the FaceTime is awesome because I can really feel you. I can see your demeanor. Mm -hmm. I can see your body language. There is something about the energy of somebody, even behind the screen. You can feel like there is just something off or something flowy. Yeah. Like we're flowing right now. Okay. If it's flowing right now, we're going to flow during the session. Right. So I'm, I FaceTime. Personally, I like the, the, ver the verification like that. So there is different little things that I do to, to make sure I'm safe. And so far, I mean, I had like 
really like I can count them on my hand, like five situations and one really dangerous, one really extremely that was like borderline, like a close one, a really close one. Uh, and then just situation. I'm not going to say problem, but situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I handled it. Can you tell us about any of those situations? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I talked about it in the other interview. That's why, but the, the gentleman came with a, with a herbal tea. Um, so he comes at you as older gentlemen, mind you, that's why I cut corners. I'm like, okay, you know what? Very a con. Because if you can fool me all the way to my room, you're pretty very good. Mm-hmm. You're pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So the age was uh you know, pushing sixty. Mm-hmm. Everything added up. He arrived and nothing added up. As soon as he arrived, just nothing added up. It, it was just something about his energy. The age and the attitude did not match. Mm-hmm. So why aren't you having an attitude of a gentleman? Because I'm so used to men, a certain, you know, energy. And this one was off. So I know something is bad. And when he was in the toilet, I checked the app, which I should have done. Mm. Four reports. Watch out, ladies. He rubbed me. Which I cut me. But this time it's a real one. It's not like a, oh no. Yeah. For, because what I look is the different dates. There is some girls, they like, they would bombard the same day. Trying, right. But that's clearly over the time. Over the, the Yeah. And if it's from a lot of different women. I am so panicked at this point. I am shit scared. The thing is that I take my phone. The thing, he sees it on video. So I think at this point, he was scared. He didn't know what was about to happen to him. I think he must have wondered if people were about to jump him or get arrested. You should see his demeanor because I have a five-minute video. Uh, he, his voice completely switched. I, I never had such a, a horrible, like a bad date with someone. Like It was like extremely bad. Yeah. Extremely bad. He was trying to hurt me, but like physically with his dick, you know, I had to like really clearly stop him. Mm-hmm. He was, he was about to, uh, I don't know, break my cervix or something. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do. So no idea. when you tried to push him off, oh, the music you, key. No, I literally like, like he was ramming me. Like he was like, bam and bam and like, he was like, and his face, take this, take this. So it was like me, like literally like, like what the fuck? So I, when he was ramming me, I just literally, uh, grabbed his dick like this and showed him like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm 95 pounds. Are you trying to break me or something? When So we finished. Thank you, God. It was like extremely fast. He must have been so excited with this little scenario in his head. Yeah. He's, he's patiently waiting for you to, to fall asleep. He's patiently waiting for you to fall asleep and to do fucked up shit because let, let's go step by step. So I'm feeling this guy is just like, he's dangerous. Okay. Mm-hmm. The way he talks, the way, his attitude, we on the hour mark, I have a couple of hours with him. I'm like, I'm not saying one more hour. Mm-hmm. There is no fucking way. He's in the toilet. I check the app. I find out that he's dangerous. Perfect. Get the fuck out. So when I kicked him out, then I was really, really shook up. Like it was crazy. And I put him on the forum. Ladies, I have him at one point on the video. I, I, I screenshot. He looks so guilty. This motherfucker exactly like the face you need to, to fucking see here. Boom. Mm-hmm. I had 15 messages from different, different girls. Like you should see like the, the, you should see, I can show you the threads say what he does once you 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 fall asleep one you thought she started her period after a date with him no you 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 got so crazy that you bled that's what happened to you he's a real crazy man once you drink that tea you fucked so he drugs girls absolutely and then he rapes them and then he robs he takes everything not just his money everything that you have so he robs you yeah and he rapes you Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact when he arrived it was this whole dynamic because like... But I'm, you never drank the tea. Never. I had it in my hand at one point. I had it in my hand. I had it in my hand. Yeah. I had it in my hand. Why do you think you didn't drink it? 
You just didn't. I even texted him before he arrived. He, I asked him to bring vodka. He said he couldn't bring the vodka, and I'm like, it's okay. The universe. I told him it's okay. The universe doesn't want to, doesn't want me to drink. And when I went back to that, I'm like, crazy. Wow, that's really scary. It's like I already knew. Yeah. Like it was science. Like don't drink, don't drink, just don't drink. When you arrived, he leaves the money. Okay, he leaves the money, but I remember just this body language is just so off. Like usually the clients he give it to me, you know, mm -hmm. not like I'm gonna put my wallet on it. And he had this 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 way. So at one point when I did get to the money finally, and you know, he's right behind me looking at where I'm putting it. So okay, I'm like okay, yeah. But because I don't know yet, there is this battle inside of me, mm -hmm. you know. And so, and no, no, I was right. This is when I know my intuition is, uh, is for real. Like woman intuition is for real. Yeah. Well, uh, and especially in your case, you have to be really careful. I have an amazing intuition. Yeah. I know within a few seconds. Have now. you always had the intuition or do you think this job I built you? I always did though. I did, but now it, like he made, he made the, the intuition, like he yeah, really amplified it because I, the amount of, of people I deal with. Right. Because it's not just the booking, like the one-on-one the, the -on -one with the client is on the phone like them approaching yeah. you so that alone is, it touched me so much you mm -hmm. know just the, the are you available the guys that just start uh, texting you you're never going to meet them but that touched me so much about weirdo okay this is the, the guy that is serious that's a fantasy booker uh, that's a waste of time that's a no show that's an address collector we have all that address collector picture collector uh, fantasy booker we have all these names yeah and it, it's part of the job you have no choice so, fan, so an address collector just wants your address, yeah. but he's he won't not going to show up that day. No show, no what's call. he going to do with that address? Exactly. That's scary as fuck. That's yeah. why I always give cross street or different things or deposit. As long as you give me the deposit, you have my address. No so problem. you do see people at your home? Yeah. You, yeah. you don't see people in hotels ever? Or does yeah, it just depend tour, on... When I tour. Okay. Or I go and ask out call to their place or their suite. Or mm -hmm. Usually I, I usually tell them if, if your place is not as cool as mine, I'm not going to go. Mm -hmm. You come to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but yeah, if it's a nice little mention or something, yeah, it's good. You know? Yeah. Do you have um, things at home to protect you if something goes down? No, I have my brain. Okay. I'm going to do anyway. Yeah. You know, like by the time even if I reach to pepper spray or a knife, it can be written against me. Yeah. Now I'm having weapon that can be actually used against me. Yeah. If the guy really, first, first he takes balls. <laughs> okay. I don't, I look at odds. All right. You have to, and you know, anticipate. 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 Mm -hmm. You have to anticipate your crime. You know, you have to, you know, have the balls to do your crime. You have to come all the way to me. You have to leave a deposit. You're gonna pay to kill me, really? You're gonna pay yeah. to army? Like, ah, my ways now. Don't worry. I'm yeah. I'm I got this. Yeah. But this is why I can tell the girls, deposit, deposit, deposit. I mean, no deposit, no date. And since 80% of the gentlemen are okay with the deposit, the 20% can go to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me deal with the 80% that have no problem. And you, since you have a problem, well, go have a problem somewhere else. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I'm too French. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now we, we talked a little bit about porn before. You said that you did a softcore thing, but you've never considered doing actual porn, right? No, I would have not be a good candidate. I don't think so. Yeah, no, why is no. that? Because I'm already awkward in front of a camera. I look mm. very awkward. It's not, you know, it's not something I'm really natural at. Like, I don't like posing. I, more power to the model. I think it's actually a crazy difficult job because yeah, it's, it's so easy. simple mm -hmm. that it's difficult. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not good at just staying there static. You know, mm -hmm. I'm very animated as you can see. So mm -hmm. it's super hard for me to, it's almost an effort. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you have to open up the camera. You have to be aware of the camera because it's not about the experience itself. It's about creating a fantasy for the viewers. So, sure. yeah, it's a very different. So even right now, pointing at me right now, like something pointing at me, mm-hmm. it's versus a one-on-one, you know, like because yeah. it's intimate, the sex. So right now having something while I have sex, being close up and I would be disturbed. I, I disturbed, you would see it on my face and I would not be doing a good scene yeah. since I would feel awkward. Yeah, yeah. Because you can see when I'm awkward, you mm-hmm. know, when I feel awkward on my face. So yeah. I would not be like a, a pretty porn star to look at. So I don't yeah. think it was a route for me to take. But one-on-one, oh yeah, I am a porn star. Oh my God, I do all kind of hands. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So what do you think that you bring to the table that like has brought you such a big clientele? Like what do men love the most about spending time with you? Oh, because in a way, they, they like the, the therapy side. I'm kind of a pra- practitioner. I can call myself a lot of names. I like the sex artist, even though I get challenged on that. Come on. If you express your skills in you know, a creative way, you're an artist, mm-hmm. period. So this yeah. is what I bring. Just the, the way I make my dates is very unique. The guys are usually telling me it was pretty spectacular, you mm-hmm. know? So it's it's an erotic show. You book my show and uh, I am going to blow your mind. And it's custom to every single one. So it's never the same show. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's fun for me too. So, okay, so you say that you do an erotic show. I really like that term. What what does that mean? Can you give me maybe an example of yes, one? Yes, it's, it's, it's all like, you know, like uh, the, from the music and I would use their, their dick as a microphone and I start singing for them with eye contact <laughs> and like, like I'm a complete like, like sex clown in a way and then uh, all kind of stuff. I have a lira, so I would, you know go upside down, put their dick in my mouth and just like really like oh, turn. Oh, wow. Really? Like, yes, it's all kind of stuff like that. I'm a gymnast, so I would, you know, kind of show off. I have a pole. So I would do, you know, all kind of acrobatics. So it goes crescendo with my date. They're like, just like mind blown by the end. You That's know what I great. mean? That's yeah, really I impressive. I do lots of things. Yeah. I have a VR experience. So you pretty much, um, there is some guys that don't want the full service, uh-huh. you know, at all. Like they just want, you know, the intimacy, sensual rub, you know, or like just, just somebody to talk to really. Yeah. You know? So those ones I, I came up with the idea. Listen. That makes sense then why would you would want to entertain clients at your house? Cause you have all of those tools there to use yes. to put on this like show. But I That's super it. cool. I've never heard of anybody doing anything like that. But yeah. Because I try to, you know, go with the time and innovate and, and yeah. you know, like be a little bit in the new school because old school is cool, but new school is better, you know? So I put the VR, I have about 25 they can choose from. And then, so it's interactive because now the, it's almost like a 40 experience because mm-hmm. They're submerged in there. They mm-hmm. with the porn star at this point. So what they see, I see. Mm-hmm. So I, I pretty much, you know, simultaneously. I hate this word. I hate this word. Simu- at the same time. No, at the same time. Simultaneously. Oh, simultaneously. <gasps> you did it. Good job. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. I mean, you kind of like do like a Cirque du Soleil yeah, like Cirque du Soleil. sex oh, yeah. experience. That's what I- it was called. <laughs> I, I kind of like want to see this. This sounds really cool. A lot of people want to see this. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. I'm so, you don't you don't like ever want to do. I mean, you know, you don't be a point. You, you don't like have like a 
OnlyFans or something where yeah, some people so want to be. Get about it. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn because I'm so private. So then going public like yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. You know, and then uh, I don't know. And the, the, the time consuming also. It's very time consuming. They're very demanding. Yeah. You know, the the, 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 the subscribers, they really yeah. want more, more, more. I can see on my Instagram, they don't even pay. They want more, more, more. It's free. Yeah. So I can only imagine when it's, you know, uh, mm. when you, you make them pay. Um, I'm thinking about it. I'm really tempted, but I want to do kind of maybe a story time one, you know, where it's not like sex or maybe sometimes, but you pay more. I don't know. I don't know. We see. I don't yeah. know. But uh, my clients, we can have a, a recording session so mm -hmm. they can record. They have to be in full frame at all time mm -hmm. because I don't want to be on your porn. Like I don't want them to use the content suddenly. So they have to be in at whole time in the frame. Mm -hmm. There is no POV. Gotcha. No that that, like that makes sense because if they can cut their own face out, exactly. then they can sell it without the repercussions of putting themselves out there, but they put you out there. Yeah. Exactly. So that makes sense. That's crazy. So, so I'm a personal porn. So I'm like, you're personally little no, that makes sense to me. I mean, I was talking, I had Cinnamon Love on and she does a lot of in-person sex work and she was saying that she definitely prefers that to doing, you know, like content platforms like OnlyFans or something mm -hmm. like that. She's like, I really shine in that one-on-one -on -one intimate experience with somebody. Like that's where I'm at. And he's, and she's like, and it's true, the upkeep of like an OnlyFans um, accounts, a lot of work, you know, you have people you could talk to, you got to sell them stuff. You got to record it. You got to edit it. You got to publish it. You got to get paperwork on other people if you're working with them. So it makes sense to me that, that, you know, it's faster. yeah, it's, it's, it's just faster, less headache for sure. And mm -hmm. then I, I personally do enjoy the, the company of, yeah. I'm the companion boundary that company as well. I have to, otherwise, you know, it takes two to tango. Yeah. It does take two to tango. Yeah. So. So, um, the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, you did the Softway underbelly video, which is how we found you. And I know that he gets a lot of views on his videos. So what was that experience like? What was the response to the video like, and did it change your life in any way? For sure. For sure. So, okay. So first step, I, uh, I am the one who contacted him. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, as an escort, I'm going to look into escort stories and mm -hmm. I, I found his channel and it was some story that really marked me, you know, like they were really sad, extra sad. Some, it was a successful story where the girl really gets out of the street. She gets her job. And so I was looking for more happy story, but it was none. It was a lot of, uh, you know, highlighting uh, maybe the dark side of the business, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, wait, 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 in life we have the dark, but we also have the light. So mm -hmm. They need to hear a happy story. If there is really, really a happy story that needs to be told on this, this channel so people can actually inspire themselves. Like, look, girls, you can do it better. You can do exactly like me, but better, with more class. The, 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 the street is the bottom anyway. You know, so level up. You know, at least get a hotel. Get yourself a computer. Go on the internet. You know, plus the internet is cleaning kind of the street in a way. You know, when you don't have to actually hustle in the street, it's kid real common now. Mm -hmm. They call it the blade. Would you imagine going to work to something that is called the blade, well, but not me. Okay? That's what they call, they call working on Skid Row? They call it on, on the blade. It's crazy. It's a very intense word. It's a very no. violent word. Yeah. Uh, I go to a suite, not to the blade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, so I'm like, okay, if, because I've been talking and inspiring all my life, but not on like a big, big scale. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's time, mm -hmm. you know? If this, this channel needs to be inspired by me, it's on there, you know? So I went on there, inspired first not to take drugs because drugs is going to fuck you up, mm -hmm. you know? So this is what really made me 
successful in a way and where I have my hello my shoulder is not to take drugs mm-hmm. I'm not perfect you know I like to, to drink I like my weed you know I will experiment here and there but uh, the the cocaine everything that uh, ketamine everything that is addicting meth mm-hmm. definitely not crack everything that you can truly do something crazy mm-hmm. in order to have I kept myself really away from because at the brothel at the Burning Ranch go back to the Burning Ranch was a lot of that mm-hmm. and you should see the girls when they don't have it, the withdrawal, everything. So they show me what I don't want to be. Now, um, let's go back. So we were, where, 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 soft toilet on the belly. So I'm going, girls, don't take drugs. It's not going to serve you. But then the video takes off, but it's not at all for the views that you did this video. It was not even close to for the views. It was not to be viral. It was not to be famous. It was not some, nothing like that. It was like, some people need to be saved. They need to hear, like, do this better. Get the fuck out of the blade. Get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, catch the lemons, opportunities, and hop on the train that says paradise. That's what I wanted to inspire. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else went really after it was secondary, but it was not planned at all. It just kind of came as a bomb. Organic bomb. <laughs> yeah. Did you get any people that reached out to you that said that they saw the interview and that helped oh my God, them like elevate? Thousands at this point. Like really? Thousands at this point. It's thousands. I don't know how to keep up with the DMs, with the, the emails. They're finding me from left to right. I mean, it's, it's almost scary. I had to adjust to it for a minute. Yeah. Like when it first happened, like I'm like, ooh, wait. Because I have clients doing that. I have bomb of, of, of clients. Are you available? Are you available? And then I have that. Like, Phew. So I'm like, ooh, how am I going to juggle between the, the two right now? Yeah. So I kind of like... Almost like put it on the download. I would not even read the comments. I was not involved. Like I really, I was focused, you know, my clients doing whatever I did before. Mm-hmm. I didn't let that interview really change my dynamic. Mm-hmm. And now it is slowly but surely. And I'm trying to like, okay, go back to your dynamic because this is what you like. Mm-hmm. You know, I love interviews because people can use the information. Mm-hmm. That's why I do interviews. Use the information. Mm-hmm. I, I took one for the team for you. You know, that's what I'm here for. The yeah. views, of, you know? Yeah. Well, it sounds like you, you know, inspired quite a few people. Jesus Christ. Uh, from different countries, literally. And like greeting from Senegal, greeting from, you know, Nicaragua, and greeting from Bangladesh. Maybe you should do like a, like a web series it. on like how to be a successful escort. Eventually, I, I'm thinking do about... Do a workshop. Eventually, I really am thinking about it. Again, I am getting close to retirement, you know, really. Like it's it's... it's I smell it. It's it's there. Mm-hmm. I I did great. I did good for myself financially. I'm set. I'm good. I'm good to go. So now it's the next chapter, you know. And once Francesca, I can leave her aside and not make her alive all the time. You know, I have to do my hair for her. I have yeah. to do my nails for her. Mm-hmm. Like Francesca takes a lot of my time. Like people, are you available, Francesca? Not me, me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which I have a great social life. Don't get me wrong. Like I know how to juggle, but I had to really know how to separate the two. It was such a mind fuck. Yeah. But yeah, you create a persona and everybody wants that persona. Right. And you, you don't exist no more. Yeah. To, almost like a... A, a double personality in a way. Yeah. So I had to switch, know how, know how to switch Francesca on and off. If I can completely switch her off, I have so much time for me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like it's so time consuming to be Francesca. Yeah. Oh I mean, God. especially these people are pay- spending a lot of money to spend time with this character that you've developed. And so you have to be on, you can't really be yourself. But yeah, in a way, as I said, you know, I really have to switch into this extra actress and role playing everything if they really oh, are yeah. that type of like an up on like an aerial ring and like I mean that's a lot of work. <laughs> I love it though. It tells me, keeps me in shape. You know, yeah. it does. 
he does keep me in shape. You know, they ask me like, like, what do you, what is your routine? I'm like, work. I don't know orgasms. You know, like, I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love yeah. it. Well, thank you so much for coming, Frenchie. This was really cool. Um, it was a pleasure. I I love you for being, you know, an adult with me, approaching the subject with class, and not, you know, uh, uh, just thank you for being you. You're like to me, you're an icon. Oh, thank I really you. wanted to highlight that uh, honor to be here. Honestly, big, big time. It was like super exciting for me to be here. Oh my God. I look forward to it. Well, thank you. Yeah. I kept it like a secret on my Instagram for me. I'm like, I'm not going to tell them. Yeah. They don't deserve it. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm so <laughs> happy that you were happy to be here. And once again, I'm so sorry about the broken air conditioning. <laughs> No, it's cool. It's cool. I got my, uh, you know, almost my sauna, my free sauna. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got the toxins out. <laughs> I just need a shower now, but and take care of my little broken puppy in the car, making sure he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope that that works out. Beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. So you see, you you seem to have a really good heart. There's not a lot of people like that out there. No, so keep doing surprised. keep doing what you do. Why are you on earth to have? You know, uh, no heart actually. Like it's your journey. Yeah. Well, have heart. It's a journey that is long, so you might as well practice on that. Give a bottle of water to somebody that is thirsty. Come on now. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Money, no. They they kept asking me like, do you want to do a go for me account? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is the last thing he needs. He needs love. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs little cards and written. He needs a hug. He needs that. He needs somebody to believe in him. Yeah. Which he probably he's hasn't a, he's had amazing. in a long time. He's the shit, this little, this little kid. I, every time he, he, he talks, I, I learn more from him. I'm like, oh my, I'm so charmed. And that's funny because in a very strange way, in another life, different situation, he would have been a good match. That's the worst about that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. A good match. He opens the door and he sings. Oh. He sings for me. <laughs> how? How? Yeah, my life is full of that. Yeah, you you definitely, um, you are definitely living life to the fullest. That is for sure. And you seem to be somebody that's always got a story to tell. So can you tell our listeners um, where they can find you online? Yes. Pocket, sized, Frenchie. Easy. Pocket like the pocket, sized, Frenchie. Little me. Just And that's your Instagram, right? That's my Instagram and that's it. That's all I have. That's all you have? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, now it's enough. I don't want to overwhelm myself with Twitter. and I, I, I just get the platform all the time anyway. So yeah, yeah, like I, I get the platform. So yeah. I, I nearly have a group of haters dedicated for that, just for that. It's, it's, it's crazy. But in a way, if they, they wouldn't, I'd be surprised. I'd be like, where are they at? You know, like I have no hate. Yeah. Huh? They say that, you know, you've made it when you have haters, right? <laughs> Tons. Shit. Stop. Well, thank you again for coming on. And um, you guys can find me at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter. And um, as of the time of this interview, I know I say this every time, but I'm still on TikTok. Who knows if I will be <laughs> tomorrow or any other day, but uh, Holly Randall unfiltered right now. You can find lots of like little short clips from my podcast interviews on there. And then, of course, if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, where you can watch us uh, sweat our balls off live in an an air-conditioned studio Um, (laughs) weeks and weeks before the episode actually comes out on the free platforms. Thank you guys so much for watching. Frenchie, thank you again. You're the best.
Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my show and want to support it, I ask that you take the time to rate and review my podcast. Now, if you're not sure how to do that, you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash HRU and you'll automatically be directed to the various podcast apps your device supports and then be led to the place where you can rate my show. Five stars, of course, and leave your glowing review. Okay, it doesn't have to be glowing, but you know, say something nice. You can also financially support this show through my Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, where you get so many perks for your support. Things such as early releases and live recordings of my interviews, merchandise such as stickers, mugs, and hoodies, autographed copies of my photography books, free access to my private Snapchat and not safe for work website hollyrandall.com, and my bonus podcast, My LA Porn Life. Also, join my Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash hollyrandallunfiltered, and you can watch the video versions of these interviews at youtube.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Oh, and of course, sign up for my newsletter at hollyrandallunfiltered.com and get all the info on upcoming guests and special projects. Again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting my podcast in whatever way that you can. <laughs>